Well, welcome, parents. I want to welcome you to our 25th episode of Fearlessly Parenting. And I wanted to start off a new series talking about some key points that I feel are very important for family and to be incorporated in what goes on within household. And here is number one. Parents, kids spell love. T-I-M-E. Now, some of you may have never heard that before, but there are going to be several that y'all have heard this before, and you know it. And how many things in the world have we heard that we know about, but we haven't acted upon it? Now, when I'm done here uh, filming this, I'm going to go uh, with my 20-year-old daughter, and I'm going to watch a show with her. Because even though she's 20, she still likes to come over and spend some time with dad. So and for her, that spells love in that I would spend time with her doing something that she wants to do. And so parents, if you need to make that little, uh, maybe not exactly like a date night, but you need to carve out some specific time where you can sit down and have some one-on-one with your, with your uh, children. Uh, I, I've only had two, so I can imagine for the households that have three, four, five, six, seven, or more kids, that has to be immensely difficult. And as difficult as it is, it is absolutely necessary. I want to share a video with you that really touched my heart. And, you know, it's about this dad He's much later in his life. His son has grown up and moved on. But he got some insights to what it would be, what it was to be his son. So I'm going to go ahead and share that with you right now. In the faint light of the attic, an old man, tall and stooped, bent his great frame and made his way to a stack of boxes that sat near one of the little half windows. Brushing aside a wisp of cobwebs, he tilted the top box toward the light and began to carefully lift out one old photograph album after another. Eyes once bright, but now dim, searched longingly for the source that had drawn him here. It began with a fond recollection of the love of his life, long gone. And somewhere in these albums was a photo of her he hoped to rediscover. Silent as a mouse, he patiently opened the long buried treasures and soon was lost in a sea of memories. Although his world had not stopped spinning when his wife left it, the past was more alive in his heart than his present aloneness. Setting aside one of the dusty albums, he pulled from the box what appeared to be a journal from his grown son's childhood. He could not recall ever having seen it before, or that his son had ever kept a journal. Why did Elizabeth always save the children's old junk? He wondered, shaking his white head. Opening the yellowed pages, he glanced over a short reading and his lips curved in an unconscious smile. Even his eyes brightened as he read the words that spoke clear and sweet to his soul. It was the voice of the little boy who had grown up far too fast in this very house and whose voice had grown fainter 
and fainter over the years. In the utter silence of the attic, the words of a guileless six-year-old work their magic and carry the old man back to a time almost totally forgotten. Entry after entry stirred a sentimental hunger in his heart, like the longing a gardener feels in the winter for the fragrance of spring flowers. But it was accompanied by the painful memory that his son's simple recollections of those days were very different from his own. But how different? Reminded that he had kept a daily journal of his own business activities over the years, he closed his son's journal and turned to leave, having forgotten the cherished photo that originally triggered his search. Hunched over to keep from bumping his head on the rafters, the old man stepped to the wooden stairway and made his descent, then headed down a carpeted stairway that led to the den. Opening a glass cabinet door, he reached in and pulled out an old business journal. Turning, he sat down at his desk and placed the two journals beside each other. His was leather-bound and engraved neatly with his name in gold, while his son's was tattered and the name Jimmy had been nearly scuffed from its surface. He ran a long, skinny finger over the letters, as though he could restore what had been worn away with time and use. As he opened his journal, the old man's eyes fell upon an inscription that stood out because it was so brief in comparison to other days. In his own neat handwriting were these words. Wasted the whole day fishing with Jimmy. Didn't catch a thing. With a deep sigh and a shaking hand, he took Jimmy's journal and found the boy's entry for the same day, June 4. Large, scrawling letters pressed deeply into the paper read, Went fishing with my dad. Best day of my life. For some of y'all, you know, that uh, by uh, viewing audience on YouTube, you can actually see the video. For those that are listening on the audio, uh, just rewind it, play it back, and try to put yourself in that older gentleman's position. You know, for you young parents out there to have, that have, uh, Hi, that's all we have that have young kids uh, envision what that's going to look like in the future for you. If you have a one-year-old or less than one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old, five-year-old, four-year-old, whatever, even teenagers, what would it look like? Or what would they say about you if you were to pick up a journal of theirs when you were in your 60s and 70s and you were taking a look at it, what would you want them to say about you? I tell you what, you don't want them to say that you were too busy to ever spend time with them. You want to hear something like this dad hurt. This dad, on the day that he did that, you know, it sounded like there was a lot of hustle and bustle that day, and they sat out there and they caught nothing. It was an unproductive day for the dad. But to that child, to that child, that was the best day ever. 
So here's what I want to challenge you to do, parents. I want you to go forth and create moments in time that your children will say, you know what, this, this is the best day yet. In a little while down the line, a couple of weeks, create another memory for them and say, hey, you know what? This is the best time ever. Leave your children with a lot of fond childhood memories. And again, even if they're teenagers, it's not too late. Take a step back. Figure out what it is that you need to do to speak into their life, to make it the best day ever. And then do it. With teens, it's kind of hard sometimes because they got a little wall built up, but you can break through that wall with consistency, being intentionally consistent. Even though you may not have done anything like this ever, or you may not have ever done anything like this for a long time, it doesn't matter. Today matters. Hear me. Today matters. Start today to pour into your child's life, to pour that time into their life. Because again, a child spells love, T-I-M-E. Well, that's all that I have for you today. Uh, feel free to contact me at my email if you have any questions, or if there are topics that you would like for me to speak about, or even guests you would like for me to go out and get. Simply let me know. I would love the opportunity to interview uh, somebody out there special that you think, hey, Stan, you know what? You really need to speak to this person. But periodically, I will be bringing on other guests to talk about different topics. I have a couple uh, set up here in the future. One of them is a good pastoral friend of mine who lives in New Mexico, and I can't wait to have him come on the show and speak. But until we gather together again for our next episode, I want you parents and guardians to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.